With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And welcome to another big edition of the driver's seat. Geez, we are flying by the seat of our pants this morning. I'm Nim Sazor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. I'm going to turn a button and hopefully the boys will answer me. Boys, how are we? Wow. Are, wow you there? Are, you, are you there, Nimsy? <laughs> wow. We're going, Nims, hello, hello, nothing, nothing. We were thinking, You're on the maybe, WhatsApp. maybe the, that earthquake had a real crack at Chapel Street. Maybe they had a crack at the old SEN <laughs> studios as well. But no, we're here. We, we are already, and already getting text messages. So, Michael, did, we'll get to you fairly soon. Certainly did feel it. But uh, I'll tell you what, talk amongst yourselves for a bit, boys, because I'll get to our first guest. But how have we been? <laughs> Oh, mate, we're really good. Yeah, no, we're really good. Nice and sunny and warm up here in Queensland, oh, and uh, we're COVID free. We're earthquake free. We're um, and we've actually got we, some dates to go racing. Well, we. Ooh, I'll come back to you on that. Yeah, one. I know. I didn't uh, want to blow the and, cover. But. And construction workers not beating up policemen on the uh, streets of of our city. So we're doing okay up here on the sunny Gold Coast. What was that, Maddie? Sorry, I was just getting our guest on the phone here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mate, that, that earthquake really shook you up, didn't it, brother? Oh, I'll tell <laughs> you. Uh, no, we're good, mate. We're all good up yeah. here. Thank you very much. We're feeling very safe, very happy, and can't wait for borders to open. Yeah, we certainly can. And apologies for a rather interesting start to the program. As you can tell, it's been a fairly interesting time in Melbourne at the mm. moment. But we're not here to talk about all that. You probably get enough of that. We are here for two hours of non-stop racing action. And if you'd like to be a part of the show, very easy to join in. 0433981116 on the text line. But right now, we've got to get to our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Now, boys, we are all parked up at the moment. And, uh, you know, as you, as you boys so very eloquently put... We do need to, you know, we're looking forward to the next time we can go racing. And mm. this bloke, he's got two young Lilacs that are really, really keen. And they've been doing pretty well in the E-Series. And there's a lot of promise to them. But please welcome our guest, our first guest on the driver's seat this evening. The one and only Matt Stone from Matt Stone Racing. Hey, guys. It's uh, great to be back on for uh, another interview uh, with you guys tonight. Well, thank you, mate, and um, glad your phone is working because ours didn't. Our studio and phones didn't seem to be working, wasn't working well a little like bit there. Oh. So we're just we're just happy to have you along, Mr. Stone, another yeah. Gold Coast uh, identity who's living the good life up here in Queensland at the moment. Hey, um, not a lot going on, really, is there in the world of supercars? We're all kind of sitting around with our hands in our pockets, kicking the can down the road, 
wondering when we might go racing next. What have you heard on the from the inside of the sphere? Any news on when we might get back to it, Matty? Um, yeah, look, I mean, obviously, we're all just sitting around in a holding pattern formation at the moment, getting um, other bits and pieces done, and which fortunately, you know, we've had plenty of other stuff to gear up for and bits and pieces to do. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to tell you my inside knowledge on where we're going, but um, as uh, as the case is at the moment, it's uh, only relevant in for about 24 hours at a time. Um, <laughs> as, the, as the situation uh, down south uh, changes and fluctuates, but, look, I mean, I know from, from our team and I think everyone in supercars, you know, there's the commitment that we will get the, the calendar done, uh, albeit at whatever um, whatever challenges we have to face. Um, you know, and we're I think we're all prepared to get through them and get out there and go wherever we can wherever we can hopefully get a crowd and uh, and if not we'll do it just for TV, but we'll definitely get out there and do the racing. It's just uh, trying to find out exactly when and where and and that'll be. So, Matty, what's the, um, you know, obviously I don't know the ins and outs of the supercars, contracts and things. Do, do you need to get another five races in to classify it as a championship? Is that is that the number? Is that the number that we're looking for? Yeah, look, I mean, the the, the championship, I, I don't think it needs to get to 12 to be classified as a championship from a Australian racing um, organisation point of view. But certainly when you start talking about commercial obligations and, you know, the what everyone has planned for for the year, uh, 12 is that magic number. So if you look at the the seven complete, you know, there's five to go um, with the one and probably most important one being Bathurst. Um, so I think come a hell or high water, the, those five rounds will go ahead. Um, it'll just be a case of whether or not, uh, or sorry, not whether or not, but in what capacity the, the Victorian teams and, and us Queensland teams as well have to, jump into some kind of bubble and, and get on the road to, to get it done. Uh, Matt, you've got two young drivers in the car this year um, that you had last year in the Superlight program, Jake and Zane. Um, as we as much as we haven't had a full season to date just yet, how would you rate their uh, their, their performances so far in the year? Because you've had a couple of you know top 10 appearances, a couple of top five results, which has been pretty good. So are they, are they where you would hope them to be at at this stage? Yeah, absolutely. Look, you know, we um, we we really like that Superlight program that we trialled last year, and you know, we think this year's a a testament to the success of that. That you know, we've got um, you know Zane sort of starting to really come to his own in terms of qualifying, and you know, getting into a couple of shootouts, and really you know showing that he's he's got the potential to have the goods there. And and you know, then you've got Jake, who um, albeit re- in recent rounds has struggled a bit in qualifying, has um has managed to get a couple of good race results. Uh, on on the day you know so we're definitely you know we as a team see vast improvement from last year to this year and, and you know we look forward to bigger and better things and even more areas where we can improve to go better again next year um but certainly from those two point of view those two boys um i think which shows that the superlight program was a success and it's you know sort of got them to the point they are now um and you know that's that point is continually improving and you know still going forward towards uh, where they want to be, which is um, inevitably champ- champions. Hey, Matty, we're, obviously we were keen to see that you tested Jade No Jada actually at the car mm. QR. Mm. Um, the juice. The juice. And uh, obviously <laughs> you're still yet to confirm co-drivers. Is he someone highly on your radar for, for the Enduro at the end of the year, Bathurst? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, as far as the co-driver for Car 34, um, you know, just due, due to 
conflicts of interest. We can't actually announce who that is, but I'm pretty sure everyone can probably guess that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as far as um, Car 35, yeah, we, we started the year um, with the intention of uh, renewing, um, you know, a guy with a bit more experience who we had in one of our cars last year and really, you know, having a, a good experienced hand in that car as a co-driver. Um, but in the nature of uh, the way these things sometimes go, that, that didn't occur. And so we started looking around and our, our target was an experienced hand because we did have a young driver lineup. Um, but we, we struggled, to, struggled to see uh, someone floating around with the experience that we wanted that was doing some kind of racing to, to keep, their, their wheel, uh, keep their miles up. Um, given that there was not much racing going on, really. Yeah. Um, so inevitably, we, we sort of started looking back towards Super 2, uh, as, you know, which is, I guess, our modus operandi from years, years past. And you know, we've always been a big supporter of that category and big believers that that's where the champions, champions and the talent comes from. Um, yeah, so we sort of circled back, having not been able to lock in the, the experienced guy that we had, had, our, um, had our sort of eyes on circled back and looked at Super 2. And yeah, there's certainly a very short list um, of Super 2 drivers that are, that are in, in, our, um, in our midst. And, and obviously Jaden's uh, currently based here in Queensland, very fortunately, um, yes. given the southern state's uh, <laughs> issues at bay. So yeah, it was a very uh, fortuitous opportunity for us to, to get him in the car and, and you know, get out there in the mix of it and Lovely hit switch and, and have a crack. <laughs> uh, Matty, I, I've, I've been out to the driver's seat back shed and I've grabbed the blowtorch and I'm, I'm going to strike her up for a second and I'm going I'm to put the blowtorch on here. I love how we ease him into the pool before we start throwing. There's one thing, I think you know me well enough, there's one thing I hate about this sport and I probably shouldn't be involved in this sport because I hate it that much, is politics. <laughs> it drives me, it gives me the P155s. I absolutely hate it. Um, but let me ask you this, because I'm hearing a lot of things, a lot of rumblings, and I want a straight answer from a respected, well-respected team owner, Gen 3. You can't tell me it's going to happen next year. It can, it, I can't see how it's going to happen. You're in the midst of it. You're not developing it, but you've got to build them. Get, I, I want a direct, honest answer as much as you can give me one to say yes or no, you think it's going to happen in 2022. Look, well, I mean, certainly the official line is that it's coming in August or something. I'm, I mean, I, I'm, uh, my interest level with Gen 3 is uh, yeah, not really there. Quite low. Minimal. But, uh, <laughs> look, uh, look, you know, I've had invitations from um, supercars and obviously the two teams that are the building the prototypes to go and have a look and, and get, em, get immersed in it. Um, and I've turned them down on the basis that I just don't see the point at the moment until a yep. few other things are sort of sorted. And like, I'm sure Gen 3 is tracking along and, you know, there's a couple of cars that are getting built that'll be on the track later this year. And, you yep. know, that's, that's, that's a good thing. It's a good step in the, in the process of moving forward. Um, I think the mid season launch that's currently um, penciled in, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's had a lot of negativity. A lot of people don't really like it. Don't see the point of it. I mean, we, we don't really mind um, either way, but I, in much in the way that, Months ago, everyone was talking about Gen 3 launching at the start of next year. Um, and, you know, we kind of looked at the, the position of the project based on the limited information that we have. Uh, we looked at each other internally and said, yeah, right, that's uh, not going to happen. <laughs> um, and, uh, 
and you know, yeah, once the once the politics does its thing and goes around and around in circles a few times, obviously they mm. decided to to push it back. So we're now in the same position now where we're looking at August next year and looking at the state of play of everything and and just going, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it's doable. Anything's doable. Like in motorsport, we've done some, we've all met some crazy de- deadlines and sure. you know, putting a hundred hundred Victorians on the, sorry, all those Victorians on the road for a hundred days last year. You know, that would have been impossible. Yeah, of course, but we, of course. We'll, Motorsport will always get it done, but if you ask me honestly, do I think we'll be racing them at Bathurst next year? I'd say no. Love your work. And and that's that's one of the things I love about you and your race team is every time I speak to you guys, uh, and I speak to a lot of the guys in your team, it's just flat-out honesty. There's no BS because there's only so much you can do, boys. And Stevie J, I, I know you're connected, obviously, to DJR and that kind of stuff, and I know that you're restricted on probably some of the things that you can say. But at the end of the day, you and I and, and Maddie and, and we've all been around motorsport long enough to know how long these things take. And we're, when we can't even lock down a calendar and we're in September, October, almost November of this season, um, how on God's green earth can we be expected to roll out Gen 3? How can the teams be expected to roll out a car that is not anywhere near fully designed? And the things that are designed are a bone of contention up and down pit lane. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, Matty, Absolutely. I, yeah. Um, yeah and, and I think the thing is, you know, anything, like we look at it and go, oh, it's doable, there's enough time, but, you know, we're not, I don't think everyone's in sync, like you said. You know, there's plenty of different, opinions up and down pit lane um mm. and, and then you know that's not even factoring in the supply chain issues that exist now with um mm. that's with right this, with the pandemic and everything so when I, I look at all of that and you know i sort of just go all right well let's just yeah we know what we're doing in msr what we you know we know what we want to do um you know we'd like to go to a third car next year um but you know we don't have a wreck so we're probably not doing that but at the same time we're we're gearing up to do more um yeah, potentially in Super 2 and other things. So mm-hmm. we're just focusing on doing what we know we can control. Um, and, you know, I would love to be, love to see Gen 3 come in as soon as possible because, you know, it's a it's a great opportunity for the sport to get more relevant cars, um, you know, the Mustang, the Camaro. There's opportunities for, for all the teams, um, yep. you know, with mm-hmm. manufacturers. Levels the playing and, field. Yeah, so absolutely. I, we'd love to, if, if, we, if I was proven wrong and we were running those cars at Bathurst last year, no, sorry, next year. Um, I'd be the first to say, hell yeah, that's that's a, that's a great success. But yeah. yeah, I just I can't really see it happening. And that was probably going to be my next question to you, Matty, regarding that wreck. We've known that you wanted a third wreck and you've wanted one for a while. Um, and it's obviously, it's been hard to, to attain. Um, would that still be something that you would push for, even if Gen 3 did look like it was going to launch next year? Because obviously... Both of those things are two big investments to make in mm. um, in one year. Mm. And um, yeah. you know, would that still be Absolute, something for you to absolutely. do? Yeah, absolutely. You've got to remember when we bid on the um, so-called tender, um, we... <laughs> <laughs> the so-called um, inverted air covers tender. <laughs> yeah, re- read into that whatever you will. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but when we were involved in that process... Um, at that point, Gen 3 was happening next year, and that was an assurance. Um, sure. Yeah, so sure. We, we were fully prepared. We knew it was a double commitment. You know, we, we, we knew we were going to have to build another ZB Commodore to race for... Uh, sorry, when we bid on it, it was um, being pushed back to the middle of the year. So we yeah. knew we were going to have to build a ZB Commodore to run for half the year, and then a Gen 3 to run for the second half of the year. So the actual 
um, process involved in going to three cars was a double investment on the, the asset mm. of the race car. And, and, you know, we were still prepared to do that because, you know, we believe in that that um, that business plan, that model that we have. And, you know, the, we, we want to bring our Superlight program back, like cold, hard and simple. We, we liked it. Yeah. We think yeah. it's achieved what we set out to. And I think it has a place in the sport. And, you know, we were, we've been pushing to get that back um, mm. as a third car. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you know, my dictionary was broken when I looked up the word tender, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. And, and, mate, if you say the, say the tender process or whatever process it is, say that it all came back on the table and Matt Stone was awarded a third racing entitlements contract. Have you got a driver in mind? Like, I mean, there's some, you, you've obviously got young Aaron Seaton playing around in, in your Super 2 program there at the moment. You've got his old man running around the joint. You've also got um, Dean Canto who's having a play. I mean, would you would you run the two junior burgers and bring in someone a little bit older to give a bit of leadership for those two guys? Or or would you go for another junior burger and, and just, you know, commit to running three juniors? Look, we would... Um... Look, I think it's two separate things, you know, like this is probably one of the, we say this every year, but this is probably one of the silliest of silly seasons yet. Um, yeah, so, yeah. you know, as for the, the two cars that we're currently running, you know, like obviously the, we, we're very happy with where we're going with the two guys we've got, but, um, you know, in the natures of these things, who, who knows where the, the final thing will land. Um, mm. You know, I think the, the, the Percat announcement a few weeks ago sort of showed that, that a handshake isn't what it used what it used to be, so... Um, yeah, so the, the first, you know, in the, in the in the story of our main two cars, you know, we're, we're working on putting that together, and you know, we've got some good ideas about what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, for the third car, there was never really much question. Like, we we would definitely look at running um, someone as a solo effort, but the main main incentive of us to run that third car was to bring Superlight back. Um, and you know, like we said, we always sort of we would circle back to the talent pool that is Super Two, and I think you know, and and, and when we pitched super light two supercars years ago it was always you know basically put together on the the gentleman's agreement that it would be a stepping stone for super two drivers so that would definitely be our intention and um yeah you mentioned quite before that you know we've obviously we've got aaron in super two very much a part of the team um you know we're very invested in his career over the next five years um and you know will we would we see him in a super light car next year or the year after i would say that is definitely our plan and everyone's plan um but whether next year would be too soon like uh, to me i think there's a time and a place for everything and you don't want to rush you don't want to rush someone's um exposure to the main game and and Mm. burn them out too early um so so are you saying at this stage matt that that um aaron seaton's committed to you as much as you say contracts and all that sort of stuff i mean let's look at the percat situation in recent times contracts are aren't worth the toilet paper they're written on. But essentially, there is a commitment there for five years to Aaron Seaton. Absolutely. Like, we're, the, one, the one thing I can confirm for, for next year, 100% locked in, is we will be running Aaron in, in Super 2 for another year. Um, right. Unless, you know, we were to decide that um, a Super Light was a better option for, a step, for the next step for him. But, you know, yeah, I, yeah, my, yeah. I personally believe... I think Super Light is a great stepping stone, but, you know, you've got to you got to do at least two two years and sort of really learn the field in Super 2 and, and then it's yep. the next step after that. So, can you do me a favour, um, though? If you're going to run him in Super 2 next year, can you can you stop running him in Trans Am? 
I've had enough of looking at the back of his car. I've had a, can you just get rid? I've already got another Johnson coming in next year. So can we flick another supercar kid and get him out of my category? So us old fat slow blokes have got half a chance. I'll just, I'll just tell him that once in every three races to just give you a let you let it let you pass. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure, mate. I'd, yeah, I'd, have pa- I'd have to pass. I'd have to pass about I mean, twelve let, cars let, to get to him. Get- He'll let you get past. He'll overtake you straight afterwards. Yeah, of course he will. Oh, man. Anyway, I've had enough of all the supercar kids coming into my category and giving me a towel up. So uh, go to Super 3 and Super 2, everyone. Yeah, Super 2 is definitely the the stepping stone in in my books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Matty, well, you've given us uh, an incredible amount of your time, mate, and uh, we thank you for that. And just uh, just to put a little full stop on it, when you talk about the Superlight programming, you just look at Jake and Zane's results. I mean, this is one of those cases where the stat sheet kind of lies a little bit because when you actually look how, like, Jake's obviously had a lot of engineering changes and stuff like that too, but Zane's made two top 10 shootouts, qualified uh, fantastically at Tassie too in front of a lot of other well-established names. Jake's got some solid top 20 results as well, the top five. So I, th- I think that the super light program that you boys have sort of pioneered have has really sort of uh, exposed a lot of great new talent and given them a shot into the main game. So you guys should really pat yourself on the back for that one. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing to, um, to take note of is when you, you talk about a young driver coming up the ranks, like... You don't always see it all happen at once, but when you're inside the team and in it on a daily basis, you start to see moments of they put a session together, then they put a qualifying together, then they put a day together, then they put a weekend together, and then they put a championship together. So when you look at our guys this year and their championship standing, um, I don't think it really reflects the the step that they have taken performance-wise. Like consistency is definitely not there over the course of a championship, but you know we've gone from Binata put one lap in one session to putting a, you know, a one qualifying or one race. And, you know, the next step is to put a whole weekend together. And, and then the next step after that is go for the whole championship. So it's not a, it's not a short process um, coming up. And the, the field's so competitive with some of some serious um, shooters out there that it's, it's not a, not a quick process. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, it's, you've got the first step there and I'm pretty sure if uh, Jake and Zane had to, you know, if, if if they look at where they are now, they're definitely streets ahead of where they could have been if we had the traditional, quote-unquote, ways of getting into the, into the sport. But, Matt, once again, like I said, you've given us an enormous amount of your time, Matt. So we thank you for returning to the driver's seat, and hopefully we'll be able to chat to you and the boys at some point in time soon. No worries. Thanks for having me, and uh, enjoy the rest of your night. <laughs> Thanks a lot there. Matty Stone joining us from Matt Stone Racing. Don't you love a refreshingly honest chat, boys? Oh, how good is it? How good is it? First team owner that I have, and I've spoken to a lot of the team owners that haven't given me the political waffle because we don't get to hear enough political waffle every day when we switch on the TV oh, yeah, programs. Exactly. So it's sensational for Maddie to actually come out um, and talk about his program, talk about Gen 3, talk about the commitment to Aaron Seaton. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That Actual, was un- genuine, uh, honest answers. Mm. Because, I he mean, still didn't tell us who was in the cars. For Bathurst, no, but that's okay. Well, he said, well, he said, you know, there's a contractual or a, or a, yeah, a commitment there that. that he can't that he can't talk about. But and and I get that, and sometimes you can't talk about that sort of stuff. But first owner on record that has said publicly, I don't think we'll be racing Gen Three at Bathurst next year. He'd love to, and he'd, but he'd be very surprised if he if it was. That's a big one. I'm pretty sure a lot of the um the team owners would love to. It's not a question of whether you'd want to or not. He's just being realistic about it. And that's yeah, what that's yeah. so real. That's what's so well, refreshing. Well, so are we. In a in a in a sea full of bull tish, usually he was an island of reality just then. Mm.
So that was really, really good. We thank Matt Stone for jumping on board. But uh, that was our feature interview for Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. We've turned into the skid. We're doing all right. We're back into it here. Turned into the skid? Listen to you, bro. A little oppo lock on the inside. Good for you. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's been a hell of a day. But um, <laughs> hey, get your text in. 0433 Do you agree with, with what Matt Stone had to say? Because it's been... A very refreshing chat, I can tell you that. But we'll take a break. There's a lot to talk about in terms of calendars. Your categories, boys, are being heavily affected by uh, what's next on the horizon for when you go racing. So we'll touch on that next right here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We're underway. Great to have you company this evening on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Before we get to our Bendix Breaks big moment, we will get to some of your texts and also very refreshing from... Uh, I, I know we, we, we've already said it, but um, that was just one of the most honest and raw chats I've ever heard. From yeah, a it makes a nice change, doesn't it? Really makes does. a really, really good change. Uh, so, yes, five lights are out and we're, on to, we're underway. Um, Michael, straight off the bat, before we even came on to air, Michael uh, sent through a text saying, evening, boys, us Melbourne people went through an earthquake today, so looking forward to the show tonight. <laughs> well, Michael, if we are brightening your day in what has been, as an ex-Melbourneian, um, I'm absolutely ashamed of what I've been looking at. I won't get political, but what mm. I've been looking at on the news down here, it's been up there. It's been absolutely appalling. And then poor old Mel's got shook up today. So, mm. mate, you've had a Barry Crocker. Everyone in Melbourne, a Barry Crocker. So, oh, uh, shit. Did I say shit? Sorry. <laughs> that's exactly what's <laughs> happened. Can I go getting a break disc on the foot? Uh, how good was that? And um, uh, Rob from Brisbane. I don't, do we hear from Rob all that often? I don't think we do. Don't but think good on do. you, Rob. Clearly a regular listener because he said, getting a Stevie J burger joke right out nice and early. That wasn't an earthquake. That was Stevie J's rubbish bag on the with Big Mac boxes hitting the bottom of the wheelie bin. <laughs> Steve Johnson getting amongst it. <laughs> oh, that's a newie. Uh, can't wait for the calendar to be released and to get back to tracks soon. Hey, yeah. Rob, I'm going to talk about the calendar in oh, about a segment and a half's time. Not Being a mm. Brisbane boy, not entirely sure you're going to like what you hear, my friend, <laughs> but we'll get to that in just a minute. Hey, Peter, we've got Peter uh, from Muntabay, one of our, hey, one of our regulars. Peter, hey, champ. He's put in a cracker. Would have loved a street race in Melbourne the last couple of days. <laughs> a bunch of puppets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let me I pretty much guess where he's, uh, his track would be. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. And Michael here, obviously talking about um, – uh, what we were chatting about earlier, Matty, um, regarding obviously you speaking about Aaron Seaton beating you. Get out of my category. He yeah. says it's called old age, Steve. Why younger drivers are beating you, mate? They're not beating me. They're beating Matty. That was Matty. <laughs> I can still handle those junior burgers. Let me give you the tip. I know what? you're only joking. He says back here, little drive by, but mate, you buggered that up. I'd love that. Up. I'd love. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I would love to see you in a Trans Am car. Now. My Trans Am car is about to arrive in Queensland. I've had it sent up from the workshop. 
It's going to be heading over to Casa. I've got to put the magic dust on you're it, gonna, do you're I? You're going to sprinkle a little pepper on the Holy old crap. number five. It needs a lot. <laughs> Get the cracked pepper out, son. You're going to give it a big sprinkle. You know what it feels like? You know when you go to some <laughs> restaurants and they come out with the cracked pepper and it's just a little one, but then you go to some other restaurants and there's one that's a metre long. Have yeah. you seen oh, those yeah. metre long yeah, cracked yeah, peppers? Yeah, yeah. Looks like a, Matty, looks like a grain needs... silo that comes yeah. out. <laughs> Matty needs one of those cracked peppers dusting over his car. Yeah, well, we're going to get you to do that fair. Fairly soon, my boy. <laughs> Fairly soon. And it's going to be staying at the Matt Stone Racing Workshop while it's Beautiful. here too. So good on you, Matty. There you go. Um, now let's get to our Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Breaks. Yeah, Bendix Brakes are Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. We don't just say that because it's the, the tagline. We generally uh, believe that. Matty's, Matty's Mustang, or his former Mustang, is uh, yeah. a proud, uh, well, how do I put it? Test proud product? recipient yeah, of the, uh, the Bendix product. Absolutely. Mm. Made it break a whole lot better. <laughs> after after Team Johnson fitted it too, absolutely. Well, absolutely. And if you want brakes Actually, fitted, the boss. The boss fitted it. Oh, I know. The boss snapped out the rubber gloves and had a real crack at it. So if you... Uh, you want to apply some braking to your car, go Bendix and go down to Team Johnson and get Stevie Johnson on the work. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, Steve will only do that for Bendix brakes, a lesser-known brake, ba- uh, brake band. You know, he, he nah, would wouldn't do it. He'd leave that to the strap, a young jet, <laughs> a young fella. I wouldn't, get, I wouldn't let him anywhere near brakes, just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's, that's what it would be like. That's what it would exactly be like. That would be like that flat out for about four hours trying to fit one brake rotor. <laughs> yep. Um, now we got to talk about this because I don't know. We seem to be circling back all the time. Every every day we always every episode of the drivers that we seem to be talking about season cancellations. But unfortunately for Australian racing group categories, the planned double header for TCR Australia at the Bend uh, at the Bend Motorsport Park has been cancelled. Obviously, this is due to the travel restrictions in the East Coast. Now, Maddie, you've been pretty vocal about this. Like it to a lot of people in the category. This was, it was like seeing an iceberg and thinking, oh, look, it's over there, but um, yeah. we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah, we were never, we were never, ever, 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 ever going to get to Taylor Bend, unfortunately. You know, it's been, when was it last time we raced? April, was it, Stephen April, Jay? end of April, uh, wasn't it? And I spoke to a couple of TCR boys today, namely Josh Buck, and, and you know, at, at the end of the day, um, we just kind of hands in our pockets, kicking the can around, as I said, every time we come up. And, and by the way, I don't blame necessarily organisers for this or governments. We're all, we're all trying to, you know, catch custard with a tennis racket. It yeah. just, it's just all over the place. You can never guess what we're going to do. So they're definitely oh, I just trying. had a vision of you hitting a lot of custard with a tennis racket. And you're right. It would be all, would be all over the yeah, place. Absolutely. Well, that just came out of my head too. So, uh, yes, absolutely. And it's really, really hard. And, and the organisers are trying to do everything they can. So, you know, we, we Stevie J and Nimsy, we've canned Taylor and Ben. We canned Morgan Park. We've canned Sandown. We now look forward to to the, the big the super event. Bathurst. That, the Super Bathurst. And... And Stevie J and I have got some high-level discussions going on tomorrow at 2.30 and 3.30 where there may even be a Trans Am round and a TCM round at Sydney Motorsport Park with the supercars, but we'll have to confirm that tomorrow. But yeah. even then, and boys... We even then, just, that's a tentative, a, that's a, a tentative, TBC, really. TBC, yep. But, but here's the thing. You and I are Queenslanders. Um, there's a lot of competitors here from Queensland. If our state government declares that we have to quarantine upon return, 
Um, I can't go. Mm. I, I mean, that's two weeks at the event and then two weeks in a hotel somewhere. That's a month out of my family and a month out of work. Stevie J, you'll be exactly the same. Yep. That'll that'll be it for me. We we won't do it. And, and I'll have to hang the helmet up probably um, for the rest of the year until this COVID thing mm. gets half sorted, I suppose. So we, we, no matter when you talk about even just trying to put events together, Stevie J, it's about whether you can get the competitors there and get them home or not. Well, 100%. And... You know, a lot of people will be in the same position as you, Maddie. And for me, um, I'm in a similar position where I'm still trying to run a small business here on yeah. the Gold Coast. Yeah. But, you know, I still feel that I would have to go. And if it was the case where I, if you go, you're not going to be able to get back in and quarantine, which is what we spoke about. Yeah. Um, then I would have to make it. And Jet would probably go too. Mm-hmm. But it would only be the two of us going. I would probably leave my main man, Ben, um, yeah, who, right. who works on Jet's car, works on my car, works on all of our customer cars. About to work on mine. Yeah, about to work on yours. <laughs> he doesn't know that yet. Uh, he's probably <laughs> listening. So sorry, Benny. Uh, it's a bit of a smushmotion, but we'll sort it. Oh, come, um, on. come on now. It's not that bad. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm talking about the driver. Yeah, the driver is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I wouldn't be able – because, you know, we're just a one-man band or one and a half if, if you – include Jet, who's the apprentice there now, um, I wouldn't be able to afford to take Benny down there to work uh, at Eastern Creek or Cinemotor yep. Park in Bathurst yep. and then have to quarantine him as well as myself and Jet on the way no, home. So I would have to leave him at home mm. um, if we can't get back into Queensland to, you know, essentially open the shop, run the shop, do the work. I'll be able to do whatever I need to, parts, orders, this and that remotely mm. from quarantine, wherever that would be. That's, that's the only way I'd be able to do it. And I would have to get mechanics from down south. I would look for guys from um, Sydney and that area so that they can come up, work, and they wouldn't have to quarantine going home. So get, you, get your resumes in, folks, if yeah, you want absolutely. to start working on a uh, Stevie J TCM car and a Trans Am car at Bathurst, you might have a crack there. Mm. But what I'm hoping, Nimsy and Steve, is that like South Australia, they're trialling home quarantine. Mm. Um, the only way I would go, and I think I, and I speak I think for a number of Queensland competitors, is that if we were to go down and had to come back and quarantine, the only way I'd do it is if it was maybe 48 hours home quarantine with a test. If you, you, you come in, you be, get tested, yeah. you quarantine until you get the official test back. Yeah, and I think that would be su- subject to vaccinations and totally. You've still got to be double vaxxed. vaxxed. Yeah, yeah, yep. So I'm only, I don't, I haven't heard anything, but yep. that's what I'm yep. assuming. Like, yep. if you are double vaxxed, then yep. that's possibly could happen. If you're not, yep. you're literally two weeks, boy. That's yep. it. I'm mm. done. I'm on the couch. I'm watching. I'm watching you boys race around. I'm, mm. And um, and I think there are, an, well, I know that there are a number of competitors, Nimsy that simply are in that same boat. You know? 70 or 80% of them would be. Well, from a from a, an ARG support category class type mm. world, absolutely. Yep. We're not supercars. We don't travel as a bubble. We've all got jobs. You know, we can't just sit around make, we, like yeah, a lot of people it, do, making uh, TikToks and cycling around the Albert Park Lake. <laughs> we can't do that. Sorry, I just had a very amusing mental image about you would like drive little, by the supercar drivers. Little bike shorts there just going around. Um, no, but you, you're absolutely right. So, and no one can actually ask that too. Like, no. It, and nah. that is one good thing that I, I have noticed too. Like the category managers, ARG, have been incredibly good because let's face it, they, they've had two completely dog's breakfast seasons interrupted, scr- completely screwed 100%. up and thrown into a waste paper basket here. So... You know, what that, can you and, do? And the reality is, Nimsy, this is a business for them. And like all of the businesses around Victoria and New South Wales that can't open because of 
government regulations. They're a business that can't conduct their business. So, I, I, you know, I, there, there is everyone is being affected by this. But let's keep it in perspective. We're healthy. We're mm. well. We're, none of us that we know or our families are sick. There are families fighting much bigger battles than what we're talking about now. A lot of we're just a, workers we're, doing a lot bigger hours that's as well. It. We're just we're just a radio show, you know, hot air and waffle about motorsport. And um, I don't want anyone for one second in time to think that we are prioritising our woe is me moment over what everyone else is going through. Because you know we're just not a chance. We're just mm. seat spaces. We just go out and have the fun. So <laughs> here, here. Uh, that was our Bendix breaks big moment. Put your foot down with confidence, Bendix breaks. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to read that last text before we uh, <laughs> crack our game, buddy? How good is that? Is that, uh, is that Lee? Good on you, Lee. Hi, boys. Just finished a night mountain bike ride. No Bendix big brakes moments for me, unlike Van Gisbergen. And someone beat me on the early Maccas gag, too. Love the show. <laughs> good on you, Lee, from Springwood up here in Queensland, or as we call it, Springhood. 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 That's, that's my hood. That's I know. Hood. Daisy Hill. Daisy Hill, mate. Yeah, Springhood and Daisy Hill. That's right. Mm-hmm. Tough, mate, you had to be tough around there, didn't you? Absolutely, oh, you did, mate. Absolutely. Mate, that's why you moved up the Gold Coast because you weren't oh, strong enough in the in no, the hood. No, I was strong enough. All right, they just they kicked me out. <laughs> you were too strong. You were too, too dangerous. Don't mess with him. He's a bloody Johnson. <laughs> Uh, hey, just quietly, I'm quite close to that Van Gisberg and uh, mountain bike ride too. Just quietly going back and having another go. No, Lee wouldn't want me to come oh, along on his ride. Let yeah, no, no, tip, don't, don't no, do that, Lee. No, definitely not. Mate, yeah. I don't even let him sit in my car. Then again, you know, SVG did have a run where he had like six straight race wins. So, you true. know, your mileage well, may vary. Yeah, uh, yeah true. <laughs> Um, that want to go for a ride? This what? is the driver's seat. Yeah, do that before the next round. Uh, just, nope. You'll just have a. It'll be like those processions on Beach Road here in Melbourne, where you have twenty bikes falling. I'll take steep. my e-bike. That's all good. <laughs> hey, Nimsy. Yeah. You know we got the uh, Burson off track update coming up soon. Oh yes. I've just gone to the car and grabbed a big bat. Oh. I'm going to take a bat to someone. We've got we've got a bombshell yeah. coming up. Makes... Yeah. I've grabbed the gloves and I've wound, I've warmed up the biceps. We're having a crack. As I say, you can hear it here first, then read about it tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> just like the exclusives from Matt Stone Racing. Oh, and by the way, Greg just quickly texted him before he said, Matt Stone and the whole MSR crew, a quintessential family grassroots motor racing organization who promote up and coming drivers. It's always a warm and friendly feeling of openness every time you call into their workshop. So if you are a Queenslander and you want to jump into a, a supercar team and have a look and have a chat, just go down to Matt Stone Racing. Hell yeah. They're in, they're in Yatala. Yatala. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick pause for the course here on the driver's seat. And Matt, he's, he's at the, he's at the uh, what do they say? He's at the mound. He's ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm cracking the knuckles oh. too. Here we go. He's going to swing for the fences. The yeah. Burson off the track update coming up next. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Should we get to some text first, boys? Uh, yes, Greg, again. Matty, batter, 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 showing batter. Here's a pitch on the way, a swing and a belt. Left field, way back. Blue Jays win it. <laughs> exactly what this is going to be. Although I don't know if the Blue Jays are going to win. Uh, And then Lee popped in again from Springwood. Come riding with me and Steve. Uh, Come riding with me, Steve. I'll make sure you fall off so you can win some races. Matt could come too if he wanted some luck in winning, but we might need downhill only. (laughs) You're damn straight, mate. I'm not climbing up hills. I'm a damn fast rider downhill, just quietly. 
Absolutely. <laughs> there's my bike. There it is. Yeah, there's yeah, his bell. Safety bell. Get out of the, get out of the way. Let's get out of the way, Lee. I'm coming through. Tumbling Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ready, ready, get ready for that, Nimsy. Oh, I'm, I'm coming down the hill. Lee, get out of the way, mate. There you go. <laughs> Bad <Right>. luck. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> what was that one? I didn't get that. That one. was the uh, the D head one. <laughs> oh no! Don't oh, do that. Yeah, yeah, didn't no, want to no, do no, that D-head. one. That might slipping. have been Lee as Stevie J was you know falling off beside him. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that's my new sound effect for the day. Hey, look, we got to get to our off the track update. And now it's the driver's seat off the track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. Yeah, for Burson Auto Parts, they're celebrating 50 years, and this has been one of the most explosive um, segments. I don't want to say controversial because it's not like we're just oh, we're being the new idea and making up stuff because this stuff is actually, you know, as I say, you hear it here first, then you read about it tomorrow morning. Hey, Nimsy, just quietly, and I know you can see him, and that's something that we can maybe put up yep. on our podcast. Matty looks like Merv Hughes without the mustache. <laughs> Doing his stretches in the background. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. I was about to say, it is a bit like Bay, t- uh, Bay 13 out there. But, uh... Oh, mate, it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, righto, let's get to the person off-track update. Now, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, last week, two weeks ago, I think we were talking about where we were meant to be racing next, boys, which was Queensland Raceway, which is owned by a guy called John Tetley. <laughs> but... I don't know if that's now going to happen. I don't know whether we're Ooh, going to be really? racing in Queensland. Really? Because. And that I'll, was the big news about like that, a double header. Absolutely. A day race and a night race. Yep. And so the way I understand it from my sources, this was the chain of events. Supercars reached out to the Queensland government to say, we want to do this. And so this is going to be our bubble. And the Queensland government went back to them and said, okay, this is how much it's going to cost you. And that number was $1 million. They then went to the circuit promoter, John Tetley, and said, John, this is what we want to do. And John said, Tell him sure. He's dreaming. Tell him he's dreaming. And he said, sure. But you don't have to race under Motorsport Australia rules. We don't like them. We want you to race under our local rules. Oh dear. They call races rules at Queensland Raceway. And they said, no, John, we have to do the Motorsport Australia thing because that's, of course, how we do our uh, – that's how we do our championship. And John said, well, yeah, but this is my track. So if you're going to come here, you have to do races rules. Okay, maybe not on the track, but you don't have to bring this person. You don't have to bring that person. You're just spending all too much money. So I don't want to have it like a normal supercars event. Oh, and by the way – I've got local competitors that I've got booked into a track. So supercars, you can have the track from 12.30 lunchtime on a Saturday. Really? So, so, so by the time all this discussion, Nimsy, mm, mm. all this discussion was had, the back and forthing and the toing and the throwing and the mm, all that sort of crap and rubbish and waffle, by the time they got it all sorted out, they then went back to the Queensland government and said, hey, we've got the event sorted out now. And the Queensland government said, well, we've now had an influx of people from overseas for hotel quarantine. The bill, $1.6 million. So just, just to put it in perspective here for uh, like anyone that's maybe not a motorsport fan, this would be the equivalent of, say, you know, the Boxing Day test, like going to the MCG and saying, 
look, we'd love to have Australia versus England here. And the MCG goes, that sounds great, but we'd like it to have, you know, six and out and one hand, one bounce. That's right. That's exactly right. And, so, and also, we'd also like the, the South Oakley Cavaliers to play correct. <laughs> during the lunch break. So, you know, look, again, there, there, may be, there may be some little points that are not entirely accurate because there's always two sides to a story. But at the end of the day, should the conversation not have been, guys, you want to come here, race under Motorsport Australia, let's really put on something for our fans. Let's have the supercars here because we can't do it at Queen, at, uh, at the Gold Coast 500 anymore. Let's get some local categories, you know, your grassroots guys that you look after. Why don't we get them onto the supercar calendar as well? They'll love to be there. Their families can be there. We can have a rip-roaring event. But no. So now the discussions going forward, Nimsy and Steve, mm-hmm. is that we may go back to Winton. We may have a television-only event at Winton. No crowds. We will then go back Any to... Any support races or not just... That I, not that I know of. Okay. Not that I know of. And then back to Sydney Motorsport Park to do three rounds, not two. So they might do a day race, a night race, and then they might change the, the circuit uh, the circuit configuration. Now, how easy could they do that? Oh, that's easy. Yeah, no, it's not hard. No, okay. they just put cones out and go, go this way, boys. <laughs> go this way, yeah. Um, like they did at Tail and Bend the year before. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, uh, but if, this, if the Winton thing doesn't work, and that can't happen because of for whatever political reason... Supercar fans, be prepared. We may be going four rounds at SMP. Back to back, one weekend break, back to break, back to back, a weekend break, and then we go to Bathurst. I mean, fair dinkum. So that's five weeks straight. So it'll be race weekend. So two race weekends, back to back. Oh, really? Like four race weekends. A weekend off, two weekends, back to back again. five weeks, six weeks. And then you go to Bathurst. Seven weeks straight. Yep. So look, I know I know the producers of our radio show and those up the chain will probably not like what I'm about to say, but what a shit show, Fedinkham! Like, can we get our act together to put on the sport and the events that people love? The Queensland government are concerned about the optics of bringing supercar drivers and families in. Why they're concerned about that when they weren't concerned about that bringing the wags in for the rugby league? Don't know. I think there's a few more heads that came in with rugby league than there would be with supercars. Correct. So why can we? Why can this sport not get their act together to put on a show? Why do the political retards have to keep going at each other? And the people that suffer are the crowds and the sponsors and the people trying to organise sponsorship and all that sort of stuff. We just sit here while these people stand around in their ivory towers decreeing all the things that have to happen. And in the meantime, sponsors, drivers, teams, everyone, and these are all businesses, get held up. I I just don't get it, Nimsy and Steve. I don't get it. I just make it happen, people. Mm. We are two months away from the end of the season. We're meant to be having our grand final. We've got to put in four or five rounds, whatever it is, four rounds, I think. Plus four the, rounds, yeah. Plus Bathurst. And we can't seem to do it. It's actually, if you look at the Supercars website, like as we speak right now, the um, the Bunnings Super Night is in, in November, and Bathurst, and then there's just TBC, TBC, TBC. And I don't necessarily, I know that everyone's getting trapped by borders and political this and political that. Can we just make it happen? Can we just make it happen? Can circuit promoters please just make it happen and stop banging on with you don't need this and making power plays and I'll charge you that. No, you don't need to bring this. Mate, just put a race on. 
How hard can it be? Japan put the Olympics on. Put a frigging race on. It can't be that hard. Written, spoken, and authorised by Matt McCullum for the driver's seat. <laughs> and Burst and Auto Parts. And Burst and Auto Parts. I just, I, it just does my head in. So, now, you talk about a TV-only event, uh, a proposed TV-only event. Now, this is unusual because they have done that at um, SMP. In fact, we relaunched the season last year totally. with that TV-only event. And, you know, yep. it, and, and the thing is, too, We've been that starved for motorsport. We had the E series, and we right. really we appreciate the E series. Don't yeah. get me wrong. In fact, yeah, we're watching it right now here on our screen. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But but it's not the same. It's not exactly the same. It's the same sort of thing as you know. We all, like the AFL Grand Final is coming up. The NRL Finals are coming up. They have a level of excitement that you just can't get watching, say, AFL Live on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty or Correct. or you know whatever. So. There I've is... been to a gridiron game in America. It's not the same as playing John Madden gridiron <laughs> on your Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, Let exactly. me tell you. Exactly. But so even a TV event would be well received by the fans. Anything, yeah. Mimsy. Mm. We need to get racing. We need to do something. I'm not talking necessarily about Trans Am. I'm not talking about TCM. I'm not talking about Carrera Cup. We need the top level motorsport in this country to put a season together. Well, there wasn't supports last year at the, at the, um, the relaunch at SMP. No, no, no I, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm too close to it. Maybe the frustration's getting the better of me um, because I just, there's just too much waffle. There's too many power plays. There's too much politics. And unfortunately, our fans and, the t- and to the many respects, the teams are the losers. Because, and, you know, when we talk about we're able to put a grand final on over in Perth and the NRL can move their people around and we can't seem to do it. I, I don't get it. Why can't we do it? Why can't all these, all these other sports are able to move around the country. They're able to put their grand finals on. They're, they're able to go to Perth and they're able to do all this, that and the other thing. And yet we can't. And, 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 and I don't get it. And it's not just exclusive to supercars. I mean, uh, people in... Super Netball have been yeah. very vocal about it. The NRLW have also been pretty vocal about why their season has been hampered so much, considering the fact I mean, that literally the same code for the men has been able to jump through so many hoops. I mean, can I, I, I dare, I dare open a Pandora's box, but am I dumb? Am I dumb, Stevie J, when it comes to this? Am I just being too simplistic and dumb? No, I don't think we want to open that up to the text. Like <laughs> I, I was being polite. There'd be a couple of ex-wives there that probably tell you I'm pretty dumb. Let me give you the strong yeah. tip. But, well, no, I, I, no, I, you I actually just make some, get it, just mm. get it done. You make some good points, Matty. Just so, get it done. Mm. Well, look, get well, it done. That's why I just let you go because it was all making sense <laughs> oh, no, for well, a change. Oh, wow. That's why, no interruptions. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, oh, well. And also the last race, the last lap of the E-Series was quite exciting too as I was watching that. Right. Sorry, Matty. Okay. What did you say again? Oh, no, 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 keep going. <laughs> Nibsy, cut it. Let us, let us know what you think. Uh, 0433981116. Text in. Right. We'd love to hear from you. That was our off-the-track update for Burst and Auto Parts. They're known for first-class knowledge and service. We'll be back with more from the driver's seat up next. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat, and we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Before we get to our race rewind, the old uh, the temper text line has lit up like a Christmas tree. We should, uh, <laughs> it get, has. we should get through some of these messages first before we move on to our race rewind. 
I, yeah, I, but I don't want to read him. You guys read him. I'm still trying to breathe over here. I've just, are, I just come back are. from the car, put my bat away. You know, fair play. Off we go. Oh, there's one here that's a good one from from No Name in Springwood. Doesn't want to be Hello No Name. That's a different different sort of a name. Mm-hmm. But uh, go, Maddie. Stick it to them. Maybe you should sell it to the government. After all, you are a salesperson. In brackets, <laughs> bulltish bull artist. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. If anything of what I just said was bulltish, yep. I'm I'm. You're welcome to try and. Prove and, it to me. Yeah, and, and another one here from, from Robin Brisbane. G'day, mate. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, gut-wrenching to say the least, guys, if the calendar goes ahead like you've spoken about. Now, we've got to let you know that it's still, you know, still here, say air, it's but... still in the air. We don't – we haven't got any firm no. info on it, but, you know, it's it's sort of the intel that we're, we're both getting. getting. But um, we'll see. Uh, you know, I really hope it does come to Queensland. There was an ad for the V8s on TV that showed QR and SMP. Being a fan of the V8s, for 16 years, but four rounds at SMP would even have me finding something else to watch unless there is an enduro or something. Fingers crossed for the best result. Uh, thanks, Rob. Um, and also one here from Tommy, Tommy! in Toowoomba. G'day, mate. Uh, I'm getting frustrated too, Matty. Uh, Plan my holidays all year round, racing events. Every one of them has amounted to zero. Winton, Morgan Park and Bathurst. Still hoping for the Super Bathurst, though. Yeah, we are too, mate. So yeah, let's just keep our fingers crossed. All we can do is just you know, hope and uh, and hope and pray that we can get the governments that, on side. That egos and that also egos get stopped at the, at the door. Mm. Like forget, I know it's motorsport, yeah. but forget egos. Can we just put a race on, please? Matty, the off-track update was previous. Oh, segment. no, I'm sorry. I'm fired <laughs> yes, up. Fired yes. up, yes. right. I'm fired up. Uh, right now, we need to get <laughs> to our race rewind. <laughs> this is the driver's seat race rewind. A long run up on that one. <laughs> that was a long, long run up. Yeah, you need to go on the voice. <laughs> the race rewind is done. What's thanks for dinner. Uh, is <laughs> the race rewind is thanks to Gates Australia. Don't compromise. Choose Gates Premium belts, hose, and hydraulics. Since we're talking about Queensland Raceway, let's look back at the 2013 Coats Hire Ipswich 360. Specifically, this moment. So who will get the advantage from this start? Chas Mostert easily with eyes wide open and he has been loving every minute of it. None more so than today because yet again the rookies come to the fore and Chas Mostert breaks through. <laughs> what a win, what a fantastic story and what an effort for Dick Johnson Racing. Today, you have seen the future of V8 supercars. Scott McLaughlin winning earlier, Chaz Mostert winning this one, and his head is spinning in more ways than one. Tell you what, it was uh, certainly uh, a breakthrough win there, and I'm sure it was a very emotional one for uh, Dick Johnson Racing back in 2013, and we knew we were onto something special, but just look at the results um, for that event. Like, look at those names that are there. There are some names that are still at the top of the tree, some have moved on to bigger and better, and some have. Oh, I don't want to say fallen off the tree, but it definitely towards the <laughs> middle of the pack. <laughs> Not naming any names. I can see which name you're talking about, Nimsy. Uh, let's let's have a look. Let's 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 name it out. So in race one, we had Win Cup P1, McLaughlin P2, Mark Winterbottom P3. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's any of those, Nimsy. Maybe no, one. It's not one of them. Oh, well. mm-hmm. um, Race two, we had Scotty McLaughlin one, Jamie Wincup two, and James Courtney three. Um, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And then we had uh, race three, Chazzy <laughs> Mostert. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. P2, Mark Winterbottom, and P3, Will Davison. Mm. So, mm. what do you reckon? 
who do you reckon Nimsy's talking about, Matty? Frosty Courtney. has been very... Courtney. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> very subtle. Jay, Jay. Oh, mate, you know me, mate. Subtle as a, subtle as a brick. Uh, yeah, it's JC. I mean, JC's... I don't know whether it's his age or what's going on or whatever, but JC is is on his day still exceptionally fast, but there's very little consistency there now. Just hasn't um, been his day. With that car. No, mm. just he hasn't had too many of his days. But, no. but again... But again, boys, uh, as two people who are on the plus side of 40, this is what happens. I mean, it's just human nature. You're not as fast as what you were when you were 30 or 25 in the motorsport game. You're I just hope not. Russell Ingle goes really good and sets a PB <laughs> at Bathurst because that would quash yeah, totally. any age thing at all. Absolutely. But in motorsport, it's ageist. It yes, really is. It but, is. But it's like... You I mean, don't see a 45-year-old winning the 100-meter sprint, do you? No, you don't. That's a really good you know? analogy because I was hoping you weren't going to say, you don't see a 45-year-old playing in the NFL. Well, well yeah, you kind of do. Tom Brady? <laughs> Tom Brady. You kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you, you, you're right. Um, Motorsport must be one of the oldest well, the oldest in, in age. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, I know it's changed. The guards changed a little bit now, but, you know, my old man didn't retire until he was yeah. you know, 40s late 40s brock was the same 50s brock was the same the 50s john bowers you know, 132 he's still going still larry going. perkins you yeah, know yeah. like they, they yeah. were all the game's changed That's the game's exactly changed right. but then if you look at the current spec in formula one there's kimmy riker 999 yep he's uh 41 i think whatever mm. he is but anyway we've hijacked the segment uh there nimsy as we often do no, no, but it was good. chaz's first win i mean how good it, well don't in, forget in that was a that was a a pretty interesting year because that was him moving Halfway to through. DJ. Well, don't forget that was I got out at the end of 2012. Yeah, because of the situation DJ was in financially, yep. Yep. and 2013 was where we had to bring in, you know, Timmy hey, Blanchard yep. was was his code yep. uh, or his his yeah, teammate. Was in, I guess he was in back 17. then. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, and uh, you know, at the start of the year, we had a guy by the name of Johnny Reed from New Zealand who wasn't really um, making the. Uh, setting the world on fire, but he was also meant to have backing from uh, one of the fellas that I used to drive for um, in a Porsche, and that backing never eventuated, so we ended up giving him the flick and getting Chazzy in mid-season and immediately got results, and that was just massive. That was great for DJR, great for Chaz, great for Wilson Security, who was amazing in helping bail out DJR and keeping them on the track that Mm -hmm. year. Yeah. Um, and and just a very emotional win, just all round, just for the situation that the whole thing was in. And he looked like such a junior burger too. Like <laughs> he does. Fre- baby face. He hasn't changed. No, he still looks no, like he's a, a bit, He's a bit more rugged now, though. Like he's got that, you know, that, that that manly chiselness to him. Back then, it just looks like it looks like well, because, but well, it well, looks, well, no, no, but it looks like DJ just sort of went <laughs> like went off the school. I said, right, you get in the car, put on your race suit. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I, look, you're yeah, right though. Like I saw, I saw hmm. Chaz the other day. He's still looking, he's still looking fit. Someone hmm. said to me the other day that they didn't think that Chaz was necessarily motivated to keep pushing on at the top level. Well, I gotta tell you, well, did they I'm not sorry, watch he's him fit. when we were racing this year? Oh, <laughs> he's fit. Don't worry about that. He is focused, and, and there fit. is cash coming his way through WIU. So Big. if if it's results that's not keeping you fit, yeah, it's that thing coming in. Oh yeah, big house got to. Got to keep funding that big house <laughs> but you, and the but great you do, parties. You do mention though, Steve. Like you know, like Chaz's influence on DJR at the time. Uh, I mean, just look at look at the stats. A race win at QR. Now, out of twenty-seven race starts with the team in twenty thirteen, got the race win at QR and two podiums, ten top ten finishes out of twenty-seven race starts. That's pretty damn good. That's pretty cool. For a, absolutely, for literally a junior burger. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. So, 
just really helped cement that, um, you know, not only his career, but, but the legacy of DJR. Yeah, very much so. But yeah, that was our, uh, just a quick question before we wrap this one up. Why was it um, Kotai Ipswich 360? Why was it, why were they all called 360? Was it 360 uh, kilometres? It was 360 kilometres over, over the three races, oh, right, I believe. Okay. Now that makes yep. sense. Right. Okay. Should have done so that. I think, I think they were, like, all three of them were 120k races, I from what now. I believe. Yeah, because yeah. the, the following event was also the uh, the Winton 360. And I was just mm. like, jeez, Moff's really that, yeah, bringing that, in that, that Norton was, dollars. That, yeah, that was the st- yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the standard in race distance that year. It was like three, yeah. 320 kilometer fuel? races. Yeah, fuel, fuel, yeah, yep, right. yep, fuel tires, was. everything. That's why. Yep. There you go. Well, that was our yeah. race rewind. We do it. Or as, as you would say, Nimsy. Race. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Make me sound like a, like I should be Beaker off the Muffets or something. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, but for, i got to do this properly, though. Protect your ride with complete system replacement with gates, belts, and hoses. Visit gatesaustralia.com.au. For our presenters of our race rewind, we'll take a quick pause for the cause. Back with more of the driver's seat right after this. All thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. <laughs> hey, Nimsy, I'm on solo here, mate, because uh, the big fella. Now, here he comes, running into the studio. Galloping in. in. Galloping in. <laughs> big Mac in hand. Cat-like reactions <laughs> from Stevie J. <laughs> I'm in the studio going, 10 seconds, Stevie. Thank you, Steve. Uh, thank Five you. seconds, Stevie. He's <laughs> still not here. <laughs> there is only one thing that can make Stephen Johnson absolutely bolt like Look what's on the TV, well. Matty. Did someone oh. say KFC? I don't care. Uh, and there's a McDonald's ad on the TV as well. There it is. Anyway, we're very loose tonight, folks. Um, Apologies. We just figured after an earthquake, everyone deserved a little bit of brevity and lightness in their life. Exactly, Mundo. But um, hey, yes. look, right now, it is time for the podium. Now on the driver's seat, the podium. We're going to give three hypotheticals. We'll do a, a quick little deep dive, and we'll start off with one here. Now I'm going to pose this question to you boys. We were talking about we were talking about ARG before and just how much of a dog's breakfast their calendars have been for the past two. You're right there. <laughs> Sorry, I did turn my mic off. Unlike Matty. Yeah, but you didn't turn mine off. <laughs> well, you're over there and I'm over here. <laughs> oh god! If we're back next week, fair income, it'll be a miracle. Steve mm. Johnson does the business. Oh yeah! Did you see me? Did you see me? Did you see me kick that six pointer through the guts there, Matty? Where? Oh, well done. That's a ripper. Um, now, we did mention that the ARG calendar has just completely gone to Scheisenhausen there, but ARG looks to be the front runner to buy supercars. Now, I'm going to put the, I'm going to pose the question to you. It's completely hypothetical here. Could be wrong. Let me know on the text line if I am. But we've only had one completed season of TCR Australia back in 2019. No racing at all last year. Any momentum that they had from this year is pretty much gone because they haven't been racing in four months. If they purchase supercars and have TCR as a support category on all of the events, is that a good way to build or rebuild the TCR fan base? Well, firstly, I can tell you that, that ARG and TLA have bought supercars. That's done. Deal is done. Um, TCR won't be on every supercar round. Um but it can only be good for TCR. Does it save I it? Don't Nimsy? I don't think TCR will be on any supercars because of the crossover with Super Cheap and Repco. 
Yeah, I think maybe, there will yeah. be some other tier. Uh, maybe. There will be some other, um, obviously, of the categories, you know, like yep. Trans Am, TCM, that sort of stuff, that could dribble across onto both calendars. Yep. But I think TCR will still be solo like, on its own yep. championship and Supercars will be on its own. Yep. Um, but uh, sorry, Matty, I was sort of hijacked your thing. No, there, no, but, you're, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. I don't think TCR's um, at risk. Nimsy, because I know the people that own it have got very big pockets and there's got a lot of teams out there that have invested a lot of money into it. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's at risk, but I think it can only be good for it. Yeah, and I think that you've got, I know you've in the NN notes here, Nimsy, you've got written uh, ARG needs to buy supercars to save TCR. Um, I don't think it necessarily needs to. I think ARG needs to buy supercars to salvage motorsport in Australia for everybody included within the championship and every fan and supporter out there. Mm. Mm. That's what I think. You know, okay. I think just having the two separate entities fighting each other, That's nobody true. wins. Yeah. We need to have a you monopoly. Know, it's the whole IndyCar IRL thing. It, yep. Nobody wins. Now that they're owned by, hopefully now that they're owned by the same entity. entity. Um, and remembering, sorry to interrupt, remembering that, ARG, I think I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure of the the percentage, Nimsy and Steve, but I do believe that it's around ten percent. So they've got a seat at the table. They don't. ARG have got a seat at the supercars table now, which will hopefully allow that cross migration, as you said, for a, a couple of the different categories. But it's not like they're in there making big decisions, boys. Let's let's not overstate it. Yeah. They're not in there throwing any weight around whatsoever. They've just got a seat at the table. It's just yeah, it is very. It's a it's an interesting topic, and I. I'm only excited to see where motorsport's going to go now that they've got control of both. Yeah. Or all, all of the major or both of the major uh, motorsport categories um, within this country. And I think it's only going to be a good thing for both. Uh, Let's have a look at P2 on the podium. The Murphy and Stanaway Bathurst 1000 wildcard. Now, uh, here's what Greg Murphy had to say about the status of the wildcard on his show on ECNZ. I think it's it's still a a possibility. I think there's a, a tiny little glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel, but you know, we, if you unless you're living under a rock, you know at the moment <laughs> that uh, the border between New Zealand and Australia, and we know our MIQ situation and and everything is is a, a bit of a concern. And you know, the fact that it has been moved another month just opens that window a little bit more for potential change that is going to be positive, but. I'm not going to be able to get a um, Richie Stanaway myself. Aren't going to be able to get a an MIQ spot. I wouldn't think. Um, we haven't even got flights booked, and you're not going to do that at the moment. So, it's a it's a bit of a rock and a hard place, I suppose. In some respects, you know, we'll sit tight and see what happens. Now, just FYI, MIQ. What, he, what he's talking about is uh, their hotel quarantine. What it's called. It's uh, managed isolation and quarantine. Oh, what it's called over mm, there. Managed the isolation and quarantine. Mm. Hmm. If, get... if only we could manage our isolation and quarantine in this country, <laughs> well, we'd probably be a bit yeah. better off. You'd better get the foot pump out there in the Zodiac, Greg. Get your oar out and start swimming, boy. <laughs> Otherwise, what? you're not going to make it. What was that? Well, he... <laughs> he's, he's... I love it when you go in, Zid. In Zid. Joyce. He's uh, <laughs> basically, you know, they, they've got no flights booked and, and nah. it's it's... Although Adderton put up today that he was going to fire up the boost jet. <laughs> he was going to fire a private from, jet. Yeah. And, hey, he could do that. I mean, yep. it's not that far oh, away. Look, if there's could... anyone that could do it, it's, well, it's exactly right. It's it's more the uh, it's more the hanging away, hanging in for two weeks, doing 
you know, whatever. So, mm. um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, if Adderton wasn't involved, boys, I'd say there's no way. But with Adderton involved, you never know what's going to happen. Absolutely. Last but not least on the podium, what is the Tickford co-driver lineup for Bathurst going to look like? Uh, of the, all the big teams, Tickford was one of the first to lock in their co-driver lineup. Alex Premer, Thomas Randall, and James Moffat all confirmed as co-drivers. Bit of a question mark. Well, uh, not a big bit of a question mark. It's a pretty bold question mark for Alex Premer if he can get to Baths. But we, when we did speak to Tim Edwards, uh, he said that all the necessary paperwork has been done to get him here. But yeah. who pairs yeah. up with who? We've got Cam Waters, James Courtney, and Jack LeBrock with no one sharing a drink straw with them. Well, it's, that's a tough one. I don't think you're going to see Alex Premer here. I don't. No. Not a chance. No, I don't think so either. So Is Alex Davison locked in with Will for... DJR, given that we won't see Scotty. Um, I know he's obviously there on standby. Yeah, so he's, but he's, if Scotty's not there, it's going to be I, Al. I would so that wouldn't, that so. wouldn't be, uh, looks like a Jade is going to be. At, well, Scotty did put up, you know. It's yeah, looking unlikely. Less likely yeah, now. that's right. So who, who would we think would be with these boys? So Thomas Randall, James Moffat. Who's going to replace Alex Premer mm. at Tickford? Because we don't think he's going to be here. So... Yeah. Who is going to do that? Who recently retired out of supercars or who's doing – all the top Super 2 boys are in there. Craig Baird can't do it. You can't do it. Well, um, you know, there's a couple of young guys like Brock Feeney's teammate. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, Miz- um, not Miz- uh, Angelo Missouris. Angelo Missouris. Yeah, you sound oh, a little bit – What's the time? On oh, the, yeah, 9.30. The there. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he's he's a, a top young guy. You he's know, coming a triple up. eight boy. Triple eight boy, yeah, I guess. But um, you know, if if you do have to replace someone, you know, at such short notice, what do you do? You know, do you throw someone in like you get a rustling? But they've announced theirs early enough that Russell's had a bit of seat time, you know, and he's going to need it um, because he hasn't been in the car for a long time. Yeah. But you know, the muscle memory will come back. He will do a great job. I'm, I'm telling you, sure, he'll, he'll do, do a, a consistent job. co-driver job. But um, what about Rick Kelly? Rick, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Did Rick, you get Rico back. One hundred percent. He would. Castrol. He would. Yeah. He would fit that seat and it would take him bugger all to get back into the groove, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. And if you, with the Randall Castrol type connection, he's the only one to me that I see that you would easily slot in. Are you picking up the phone to ask the question, Stevie Johnson? <laughs> no. Are you sending a sly text to one R. Kelly? Mm. Uh, so, look, I could only think, Rick, really, um, you'd, want a, you'd want a good set of safe hands mm. with the car. And um, and all the top Super Three boys, uh, Super Two boys, are already done. And there's probably no one in Cup Car maybe that I would at this stage trust to put in that car. Yeah, it's interesting. What about if it was down to Rick and Todd Kelly for the decision, and they ended up choosing, say, Rick? What do you reckon Todd would say? Why, why, why me? <laughs> you know, actually, you know what? There are there are two drivers. <laughs> That we haven't mentioned yet. That Who? no one has mentioned yet. These two absolute superstars. We haven't heard much from them, but we do know that they exist. David Garuso spun out on lap one thanks to a shunt from Anton de Pasquale. <laughs> I reckon one of those could be uh, could be in the in the Bathurst one thousand. Well, Caruso and de Pasquale. Well, oh, um, indeed. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're in. We've got about, a... no, okay, so all right, what about Nathan Hearn? You know GRM. Hold yep. that thought because we've got to take a quick break. We'll brainstorm a little bit more on the other side of this right here on The Driver's Seat. 
This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Some interesting names coming through on the old text line over who might be appearing at Bathurst. Mm. Some options. Yeah. I mean, some good ones. Tommy from Hobart. That's a that's a good one. David Wall or Dean Canto, as they don't have gigs yet, they would fill in easily. Yeah, Tommy, you're a hundred percent right. They would do a great job. Um, Bathurst I do experience think, too. Yeah, great experience. But I do think if there was a, you know, a first, second, and third choice, Rick would be your first. Dino would be your second, and D Wall would be your third. I reckon. Why, why, why me? No one lives at Todd. Come on, guys. <laughs> nah, toddler's done. Todd, toddler's cooked. He's done. But uh, yeah, no, Rick, could, as you say, Rick could slot in quite nicely. And I just, with the Castrol connection there, that would be your first person that you'd go to, I reckon, or at least ask the question. Now, on the topic of uh, Bathurst, though, there are going to be a couple of drivers that might have to do double duty. And, well, we're, we're, we're under the assumption that they will be the Super Bathurst going ahead, but you've got a lot of TCR drivers there, some GT duties. And James Moffat, for example, could be doing triple duties if he co-drives for Tickford, drives the Renault and TCR Australia, and also takes part in the Trans Am in that Tribute and Mustang. So do you reckon at some point in time, like what's the priority here? Clearly it's the 1,000, isn't it? 100%. Absolutely. Mm. Yep. Because I think I can tell you Chaz won't be in the TCR car, even though he's leading the championship. I think he's been... Well, he was benched the, for the GT. The, at the, the intel I'm getting, he's been benched for GT and he's been benched for TCR and he's been told to focus on super taxis. Really? But I could be wrong. But Even but if it's that. totally... Like, even if they're done Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, well before the supercars start. That's what I'm hearing. Really? Yep. Yeah, wow. The jungle drums, they are a beaten. So if you fancy yourself as a TCR driver... Uh, get on to Melbourne Performance Centre because you might just be able to get into Chaz's car for the <laughs> Whoa, ride. You'd want to take some cash. Oh, you'd want to take some MPC. Mate. You'd want to take some big cash. Huge. Oh, massive bagfuls. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be bagfuls. Now uh, another. That's what MPC stands for, doesn't it? Multiple pockets of cash. Oh, well done. <laughs> Stephen Johnson, look at him go. <laughs> Steve Johnson getting amongst it. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's hey, what happens when I go on holidays? Are you gonna do the uh you're gonna do the Burson off track update? You better get some juicy goss if you mm. do. Because I'm going to Hamilton Island. I didn't tell you this, but I'm going to Hamilton Island in a couple of weeks. Oh. I forgot to tell you, Nimsy. <laughs> so you better start getting the scratching some dirt and making some phone calls, Stevie mm. J. Into the wall for Matt McKeldon. <laughs> You finally found one with McKeldin in it. <laughs> the only highlight going into the wall. Was Aaron Noonan calling yep, that? Yep. Yeah, right. Actually. Yeah, right. I'll be honest. That's actually Matt Nolte. <laughs> oh, it's Matt Nolte, is it? Yeah, yeah. But um, was that the Super Ute? That was. That was. <laughs> yeah, right. That tells it. But yes, look. Um, Very funny. Plenty to plenty to get through. There's going to be some interesting questions <laughs> as we get towards the Bathurst 1000. But let us know what you think. Uh, who will who'll be benched? Who will not be benched? Who'll be on the grid as a TCR driver back then? Because there are a couple of drivers. You know, like Garth Tander, for example, he's got his GT role. Um, mm, yeah. Enough. I'd yeah. like to see Moffat step out of the Trans Am car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think he'd give that up. Just don't do it. Just don't do it, mate. It's no good for your brand.
Well, let us know what you think. Text in 0433 98 11 16. You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Now, you'll have to forgive us if we're getting a little bit distracted because the highlights of the Adelaide 500 are on uh, Fox Sports at the moment, so we're a little bit distracted watching that. <laughs> um, but um, we, do good, we call these the good old days, Nimsy, <laughs> when we were watching, able to watch races around Adelaide Parklands. Um, but as we always say, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building Australia. And, and remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. The all-new Driver's Seat app has podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. Let's quickly talk IndyCar because we're headed yes. towards the second last um, event. And that is this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Isn't yeah, it the yeah. last event this weekend? Yeah. Is it last? Yeah, yeah last. Yeah, so yeah, we're covering the second last. Mm. Yes. Yes. Now, Scotty Mack... <laughs> Welcome to the show, Steve. Yes. <laughs> I thought you said we were doing that last, second last this weekend. I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> but um, but now, Maddie, you've been absolutely. We got a snort. Jeez, oh, we did get a snort. <laughs> but Maddie, you've been saying that uh, this season of IndyCar has just been like the best racing ever. Yep. Yeah, it's been an absolute cracker. And, I mean, it's not just because we've had someone to watch in in uh, Scotty Mack. It's just been close. There's been so many winners. Mm. Um, feels like it's gone quick. It feels like we, we were two minutes ago, we were talking to Scotty Mack in the U.S. about, you know, his debut season and where he's going to go. That, you know, he, he obviously started off with a bang. Um, so we had uh, Laguna Seca over the weekend, which is sort of akin to our Bathurst, really, from a style of circuit goes uphill, got a big dipper, just like, just like um, uh, the Dipper here at Bathurst. Yes. Apparently, um, they said on the telecast that I didn't realise how big it was. Right. But from where you peel up to the top of the corkscrew and then down through the Dipper, so to speak, when they get to the bottom of that, it's ten stories from the top to the bottom. Wow. There you go. And caught a few out this weekend too, because if you you clip the inside left as you're entering the corkscrew, it tips the car over right. Uh, and then, of course, everyone comes barreling over the top as well. So there were some absolute crackers. The standout for me has got to be Romain Grosjean. Like, he drove brilliantly and then threw a monster pass um, uh, on the during the racing. Jimmy Johnson drove really, really well. Of course, seven-time, six-time, seven-time NASCAR champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been going really well. And, Nimsy, the, I, I think why I love it is because at no – this race was probably mm-hmm. the first race of the year where you could look at it and say Colton Herter, who won it, lights to flag, was destined to win it. Every other race you go, oh, this is going to go close. This is going to go close. But Colton Herter absolutely smashed him. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it was absolutely great. Um, Alex Pillow, who was winning the championship uh, up until that point, is, came in second. So he's with Chip Ganassi Racing, a young bloke. So that was really good. Uh, but Herter from Andretti Autosport absolutely smashed him. Um, but Alex Pillow, who's going into the final round now, he only needs to finish, I think, 11th or, or yep. up to wrap up his first IndyCar title. So that's awesome. Pato Award from McLaren was strong. Well, he but wasn't really. couldn't get it in the race. He was strong yeah. in practice and quality, but couldn't put it together in the race, just went yep. backwards. Yeah, he said, they, he said that um, he got as much out of that car as he possibly could, and I think yep. he did. Yep. He maximised it. He, he really tried to hang in there for the championship points, and yep. um, 
think he did a really good, solid job in a car that clearly was yep. nowhere near as Belligerent. good as Palau or yep. uh, or Palau, however you want to Palau. pronounce it. Yep. Um, you know, or Colton Herder. <laughs> yeah. Or Grosjean. I mean, Grosjean's strategy oh, was God. really good. I mean, Just, well, I mean, the highlight for the weekend for me was Grosjean leading up to the weekend where he he fired the pace car into the pit wall coming into <laughs> yes, the pits. He did on and Civic, I think. There's there's some. <laughs> I'll just put it up on our uh, on our WhatsApp group. We might even put that up on our <laughs> on, on our, our socials. Page, yeah. There, it's it's cracking. And uh, and my mates, actually Dan Gort from New Zealand, uh, a good good mate of ours and a very handy steerer. He sends me through that clip of the of Romain hitting the uh, the barrier coming into the pit lane and the oh the, good on him. In the, he Thank was he was actually in the Honda pace car. Yeah, he was. Yeah, blew so, the bags out of so it too. So Dan's written here. I want you to go out there and I want you to hit the pace car. And then he goes. Roman said, "I'll go one better. I'll drive it into the fence myself." <laughs> <laughs> so he look. Romain Romain has been. A shining light to the championship this year. I think he hasn't done the ovals, so he's in competition, yep. Nimsy, with Scotty Mack for rookie, rookie of, the of the year. And it, like, it's pretty tight because his his road course abilities have been super, super strong. So um, uh, Scotty's in thirteenth, and Romain's in fifteenth. So even though Romain hasn't been doing the ovals, it's been um, it's been really, really good. So I can't wait. And of course, this weekend's going to be big. Final car, of, uh, final round of IndyCar, and final round of Formula One. From Russia, from Mother Russia. So, uh, really good. Polo, uh, Polo looks like he's going to have a chance. Joseph Newgarden, you know, he's still mathematically, I suppose, in with a chance, in with a chance, but he's going to have to finish very high. Uh, Powers had a disappointing season. There's no two ways about that. Um, uh, we're going to see the last of Captain America as well. He's he's clearing out from Andretti. Don't know where he's going to end up as well. So yeah, look, it's been a great. I can't wait for it to. It'll be good to see the final round. I can't wait for it to start again next year. I want to see Scotty in his second year. This is where we'll see, really. He's got no excuse next year. He's done a year. He's seen the tracks. Mm. Now we go again. Isn't it bizarre how we all, you know, we know how good Scotty is as a racer and as a street racer and a circuit racer. Yeah. His best results this year have been on ovals. On ovals. <laughs> I know. It's, it's just bizarre. But he has found something. The last couple of races, mm. uh, even messaging him through the week, yeah. um, he says, you know, I've finally got a few things inside the car with himself and his positioning and pedal position and a few things. Well, he top practice too. Yeah, he top practice too. So he's got Laguna. pace. Yeah, he's got pace. Um, and he said it's just starting to click now. He said he balls it up himself. He actually went past his pit box and they had to roll him backwards to put his tyres on. So that cost him a top 10 finish. But we're going to see some good things with Scotty. I'm actually looking forward to this weekend. Yeah. Lovely wrap-up there, Stevie J. But um, that was our IndyCar wrap-up. Going to be a very, very big weekend of motorsport coming up. Final round of IndyCar. Formula 1 returns as well with the Russian Grand Prix. We'll wrap up this week's edition of the driver's seat next. Uh, all thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Almost time to wrap up here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. I reckon uh, Tom and Hobart must have um, <laughs> must have been reading our minds here. What I love is that Tom's pressed on to the end of the show too. Well done, Tommy. With Grosjean had a big send in the pace car too. Yes, he did, Tom. And we've got your we've got your text message number there. We've got your phone number there. We might even send you there internal footage of that because it's very, very funny. We can't play it live because you'd need a bleep machine, but the dump button. And, uh, and Tommy in Toowoomba, get Jet or Dick Johnson to fill in for Maddie when he's on holidays. 
Dick is always fun when he comes in, and Jet could use the work experience. <laughs> the problem with <laughs> the problem with that is Tom. Uh, the senior, the big dick, he's normally in bed by about quarter past eight. <laughs> and when he goes to bed, he's usually about 23 bourbons deep. <laughs> so uh, trying to get him on from eight till 10 might be a bit of a stretch, a bit of a man. Stretch. But we might bring the strapper in, bring the junior burger in. He can sit here and could, could be a, have a chat. To the That'd wind. be interesting. <laughs> <That's the case. laughs> but, yeah, um, maybe we'll bring Jilly in. Oh, mate, Jilly's outstanding. I love Jilly'd your mum. Jilly'd be a ripper. I love your mum. And my mum says hello to you too, CJ. Uh, your yeah, mum's yeah. lovely. Yep. Oh, Reynolds is on the grass. Sorry. Uh, we're, we're doing it. Are you still <laughs> watching? Focus there, Nimsy boy. You're not watching TV, bro. We've got... Uh, TV. We've got uh, well, you know what we're going to be doing afterwards. But anyway. Uh, hey, Nimsy, can I just say, all fun aside, I'm really glad everyone in, in Melbourne is safe. Please stay safe after the uh, earthquakes. Please look after yourselves with these ridiculous riots going on. Just... Stay safe, please. We are looking forward to the plague of locusts that'll be uh, hitting. <laughs> hitting. Yes. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. Yep. It's just going to be mental. Hamburgers going to start eating people. It's going to be uh. absolutely bunto. But anyway, look, appreciate that, boys. Thank you for that. And thank you for everyone for jumping aboard the text line. Thank you to Matt Stone as well. Boys, let's do it all again same time next week. Let's do uh, it. Yeah, that'll be my last show for a week. <laughs> Should be a bit I'm of fun there. sunshine. I'm travelling, baby. I'm getting on an aircraft. Well, we'll see you next week right here on the driver's seat. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.